Welcome to Listen With Your Eyes, the show that is heard, not seen. I'm your host, the blind guy, Callum Brennan, and on this podcast, we'll be discussing what it's like to live with a disability. Let's get started. I'm once again joined by Samara. Uh, Thanks for rejoining me. No worries. So, today, Samara, we're mainly going to talk about how, well, at the time of recording and also when the episode comes out, you have quite a significant event coming up next month in April. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Uh, With, uh, was it uh, the competition, do you say a para cheer the world world championships um the um yeah it's a we're a para cheer team uh competing in the icu world championships Mm. florida okay so when you're on we talked about your hobbies one of those being cheerleading and that isn't cheerleading i guess in the way that some may think of it uh when they hear it yeah Um, like we've pom-poms and all that you know give give me a v give me an i uh yeah no it's not it's not all about pom-poms and all of that kind of thing no no um i mean sure i'll i'll let you uh you 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 know you explain it more obviously you're the expert here okay uh where do you want me to start i'll just talk about like what kind of thing it involves first uh okay you know. um so like uh, we're on a parachute team. We do it with a company called Momentum Cheer UK, based in Stoke-on-Trent, um, where where we obviously live. Um, and uh, basically, uh, I'm on a team. It's called Parachute for disabled and non-disabled athletes. Um, and our team's called Rise. So uh, we do things like. Um, we do all sorts. We do like um, there's like tumble skills, uh, which include like learning how to do forward rolls, handstands, cartwheels, handsprings, all that kind of thing, um, backward rolls and stuff as well. Um, obviously, you have to build up to that. Um, we do um, as part of um, like comp- for competitions and stuff. We do like stunting, like which basically means like we we have like flyers and bases and the flyers go like we fly them to prep level which is like that's one of the things we do for example and that's just like they basically just above our like chest and then uh there's like extensions where you like just go straight up and like hold them like with straight hands in the air, that that kind of thing would stunt in. There's a lot more to it, but that's kind of the basics of it. Um, as part of um, as part of it as well, we do like jumps, so like T jumps, toe touches, um, herkies, which is like where you you do all the motions before you jump, like low class, high class, and then you like swing your arms, and then you basically your right leg goes out in front of you straight as you jump but your left leg bends backwards so you're like it's like similar to the splits but like you're you're jumping so Mm -hmm. like you've got one leg in the air and one leg 
when you jump behind you that that's called herkes um okay. and stuff um so you do that kind of thing as part of your routine they have something called choreo as well like dance sections as well where where you might put your hands on your hips for one bit do like high v's or like just choreo basically like little dance sections and stuff um so we have that um they also as part of what we pay for we do like a workout class on a at the moment it's on a monday a workout and we do like warm-ups so we do a lot of like squats um we do lunges we do like a lot of warm-up kind of things do things in like planks um like sit-ups uh, push-ups all that kind of thing mm -hmm. and then we might have a circuit one week where we do different things with like weights and like balancing like techniques on balance boards and stuff so basically a whole circuit of things that we they basically give us each week to do and then we do lots of stretches as well different mm -hmm. types there's like there's like a stretch called the child pose stretch which honestly if you ask me to describe how you do it I'm like I'd be terrible like because like I because I, I have an idea as to how how to do them but kind of describing them is a little bit weird sure. um and like you do no, like other stretches like <laughs> you do the stretches like pigeons um that kind of thing so any stretch really we do um so that's kind of in a nutshell what some of the things it entails um there's a lot more to it and stuff obviously um but those are kind of the main things but like it's really good as well because like there's different people with different abilities on the team so mm -hmm. you can like they have like adaptation so we have like something like called seated bases so instead of like so we have three people like who use a wheelchair and they basically do seated basing where they sit down and base the flyer and stuff so obviously um and then the standing base who's opposite them um it's called their base assist so they have to like basically when when they've got the flyer in the air they've got to match the height of the seated base because obviously with the seated base sitting sitting down it's a lot lower mm -hmm. um then like it would be when you stand basing so it's really good they make adapt adaptions for people and stuff as well so like with the jumps for example or like when you're doing squats or and stuff stuff like that basically they, they're really good at adapting for people as well um and they're quite good with like um visuals as like helping with audio description and stuff like when you do work out and stuff they're quite good with helping with that and stuff as well um so yeah it's it's quite good uh for being adapted to suit people's needs basically sure no that's, that all sounds very good and uh i'm sure it uh keeps you fit and healthy oh gosh uh, yeah <laughs> but uh so as far as next month in April, what's the event that you have coming up? So basically, when we started this season, uh, cheerleading, so basically the season is where uh, they have that tryouts in July and you like start um, classes in the August. Mm -hmm. 
And so basically, each year we have three competitions against other teams across the UK. Um, and one for this year, we've got four competitions. So normally we have one competition where we compete in Stoke and two competitions in March and June where we compete in at the NEC in Birmingham mm-hmm. um, against other teams uh, in the UK. Um, but this year, uh, a lot of people, a lot of teams across the UK applied uh, to represent Team England right. in the ICU World Championships in Florida in next month. Um, so our team applied and uh, we got chosen, our team got chosen to represent Team England. So there's been a lot of a lot of uh, things that we've been working on uh, for that competition. Um, so we'll fly out next month. Uh, well, we fly out on the 16th. And we've got, when we're there for the first week, we've got a lot of training and stuff to do. And um, and then we'll be, we've got the competition, I think it's 20th or 21st uh, of April. Um, and there's other countries that are going to be there uh, competing. So there's like China, Russia, um, USA, basically like different cheerleading um teams that are like mm-hmm. um that have got disabled and non-disabled athletes in right uh, in those teams so they'll be will be competing and stuff it's quite a huge event um it's aired on tv as well um so we have like something called the opening ceremony for that as well where all the athletes have to wear white uh, and stuff and that's the opening ceremony and then um and then we'll be competing and stuff um and if if england win uh we each get a gold medal and a gold ring um and stuff so it's quite huge um so hopefully hopefully we'll win <laughs> but um we'll have to see so it's quite it's quite a big a big thing um mm-hmm. that's that's happening this year so um it's it's very exciting but like we're all a little bit nervous inside as well um so yeah sure well i mean in a way the fact that you're nervous is a good sign um yeah as you said i'm sure it's such a big it's such a big thing for us like Mm -hmm. and stuff um and we've had um basically the bbc have like gained an interest in um full so basically they came last month i think to the gym um to do some recordings um and there's talks about them basically um following our journey to worlds and doing a documentary on it as well um but we haven't like that's not been confirmed yet that they have they have gained an interest um, but at the moment, they don't know what's going on, uh, whether whether they will or they won't. Um, sure. but, um, from the sounds of it, think I think it is going to be likely that it's going to happen. Um, but we haven't yet had the proper confirmation of it. Um, okay. So yeah, that's that's something as well that's been going on behind the scenes and stuff. Oh, cool. I mean. If that does uh, come to fruition, you know, to have a documentary from the BBC 
will certainly be a big deal. But like when it comes to being in this competition, then like what what's the name of your team? Firstly, they say it's your team going. Um, our team is called Momentum Rise. Momentum Rise. Okay. Yeah. And is this the first time that the the team has ever represented England in the World yeah, Championships? Yeah, it's, it's the first time our teams represented uh, Team England, but um, our coaches are quite familiar with it because um, they've coached other teams in the past right. that have represented Team England um, in the other gyms, but obviously not. They've not re- they've not coached their own teams their own team which is us before right. um so like our teams kind of the first team that has involved our coaches that coaches normally right um but in the past they have helped coach other teams um that are not part of our gym basically yeah okay uh are they are the world championships always in florida uh, yeah, the, the ICU World Championships are, are always held in Florida. Right. Um, so, yeah, and, they are. Yeah. And like I know you said you have uh, other countries being represented there, like China, uh, USA. Yeah. How, how many are there in total? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, we haven't... We are being given um, information uh, from the ICU about... Right. Uh, different aspects of what's going on but uh, we're not really that sure as to how many teams we're going to be competing against okay. um, I don't I, prob- I think we'll probably find out when we're there sure like not on the day of competition but like when we when we'd be training and stuff I think they'd tell us then but that kind of information they don't reveal to us like until you know before things kick off and stuff okay uh and uh, there are quite a few though there are quite a few oh, I'm sure. um teams yeah um you've said a few times there uh icu i mean i could maybe make an educated guess but can you confirm what that stands for incredibly cool um incredibly cool events is it events no that's ice um it's incredibly cool something i can't remember what the u stands for now so right sorry it's <laughs> all right and they and what they are the organization that are running the event yeah right okay cool so i mean when so shall we sort of like to go more towards the beginning like how did you actually yeah. start uh, cheerleading uh, well I was at uni and a friend from uni um, she basically was doing it and she originally told me about it and um, so I went I went to give it a try when I was at uni um, and I really enjoyed it and stuff so it basically started like it's my third season now um, I took a break last season um, because um, I wanted to like focus on a few of the things uh, because there's a lot of commitment when it comes to cheerleading as well with like practices and stuff so I wanted to kind of uh, focus on a few of the things like uh, trying to get a job and 
um my mental health was uh, a little bit bad at that that stage as well so i was just focusing on that and stuff and sure uh but um but they, they, they didn't have any competitions and or anything last season because of obviously of the pandemic mm-hmm. um so they did a lot of things on zoom um right mostly rather than like going into the gym so mm-hmm. uh so yeah it was a bit of a a bit of a tricky season do you think you would have struggled with that would, um kind in a way because like with with the when it comes to audio description with cheerleading they they were a lot more hands-on mm-hmm. with me um and a couple of my other friends that are sight impaired they they're quite hands-on and, and with cheerleading it's quite sometimes it's quite it'd be quite hard to explain on zoom how to do the what to do with your hands or like how to how to get into a particular stretch so but the, the the two two other two visually impaired people that are on the team um have got a little bit more sight so like they would have they would have found it a little bit difficult but they would be able to follow kind of what's going on uh but i think i would have found it a bit difficult because it wouldn't be hands-on and stuff so yeah um but i didn't know that it was going to be the global pandemic when i when I took a season out, it just happened to be that that was the case. Well, yeah, well, it would have been still a few months off because you're saying tryouts are in July, right? So you would have made, yeah. it would have been, as far as hitting the UK, it would have been over six months away at that yeah. point. Uh, so like when it came to you doing it, we've like, been introduced to uh, the is it fair to call cheerleading a sport? Is that the way it's normally? Uh, yeah, it is. It is yeah. It, yeah, 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 it is classed as a sport. Yeah. yeah, I assume so. So, when it came to enjoying the sport, like you know, continuing the sport, like what was it about it that you know really uh, stood out to you? I guess that made you want to carry on. I think it was um, so a girl. Um, a girl um, had cerebral palsy and she was the first person to come into the gym with a disability and like and because she was there they they decided that they, they were wanted to make it an adaptive sport so people could join in, like people with disabilities could join in. And I think it was that that sold it for me, like the fact that they were willing to make adaptations, the fact that they were willing to help and be hands on if we needed them to, and and stuff like that. Like it, it's it's very the fact that it was very inclusive from the start. I think for me, like sold it to me, and then I really enjoyed it as well. So okay, no, that's fair enough. And so, is that? Do you think that includes uh, say the word? Uh, inclusivity is something that you had struggled to find bef- until then. Yeah, I mean, there were a lot. There was other sports that I wanted to do, um, but like when I'd like inquired about it or whatever, they like they weren't that clued up on like disabilities and stuff, and they people weren't willing to make adjustments or weren't willing to work with us whereas with these coaches 
um, from Momentum Cheer UK, they really like made it happen for us mm-hmm. and made it adaptive. Okay. I and mean, they work with us as they work with us as well. Like if they if they um if there's anything that we struggle with or whatever, we talk to them and they work with us and we work with them and and it's really good because like they they are good like they the able-bodied athletes that are on the team now um that are representing team england with us they they adapting as well as best they can mm-hmm. um so and it's hard for able-bodied athletes because there's mainstream teams that teams that momentum cheer do as well like Paratria, like Team Rise, is the only team that they kind of adapt for because right. it is a team for disabled athletes. Um, so the athletes sometimes struggle with the adaptations, but like we advocate for ourselves and like the coaches talk to them and stuff and try and make it easier for them because it's not for them. Like some of them would be used to basing standing up, for example, and some of them might not be used to basing for um, with seated bases. So that kind of transition and stuff is a bit difficult for them. But like they they are they are trying and they, they are getting better at it and stuff. Oh, that's good to hear. So you mentioned that you'd tried some other sports what ones had were those? Um, I tried like, um, I tried like judo and um, dance, like normal dance mm-hmm. classes, um, or like just a few, really, like a few here and there at uni and stuff. Um, I joined like the I wanted to do like the trampolining and stuff. Um, mm-hmm which was um, one of the um, things that they had at uni and whatever. And, like, people just think it... Some people just didn't want to, like, adapt because they didn't want... They didn't know how or they weren't willing to work with us for it. So there's so many things that I wanted to do that I couldn't because of them not adapting and stuff. So, yeah. Right. Basically. So, when it came to like stuff like you mentioned, roll, you know, doing the rolling forwards, cartwheels, those kind of things, yeah, was that yeah. was that something you were already able to do, or did you just take to it naturally? No, no, <clears throat> I wasn't able to do. I wasn't able to because even forward rolls, people think, oh, you just took your head under and you like just roll over, like. It's a lot more than that. Like you've got, there's sure. a lot of things like you've got to do to be make sure you're safe mm-hmm. and stuff. And even handstands and stuff. Like I have one to ones with one of the coaches every week for an hour, and like I practice my tumble skills and stuff with her. <clears throat> and um, sorry, I don't know what's going on with my throat, <laughs> but no, it's I have right. I and so it but these things take time to build up like you can't you can't just learn them in a day like it takes a lot of brain power a lot of like b- 
being being used to being upside down and like having been like feeling that like motion basically um so it there's a lot of elements to it especially cartwheels like mm. cartwheels there's so much to think about at the same time so like for me because it's a lot more hands-on it takes me a lot longer to learn sure um but eventually you get you get those skills the more the more you work with them and the more you practice then the more you're able to work from like i can do my forward and backward rolls now um i'm working on my handstands and my cartwheels currently um so yeah but there's uh, some of the athletes like wow like they they're so good they can do like handsprings and all sorts like um so yeah um i think it's a lot harder for us to get it than like people with sight so i think it for me it would take a lot longer than it would for someone with sight to get it because they can kind of see what's going on and whatever but for me i've got to like be hands-on with the cultures and sure. try and get into that place mm-hmm. yeah i mean obviously everyone's different but i would say it makes sense if you know like you said being upside down with uh, you know, handstands being off your feet for maybe a short amount of time, but still for an amount of time. Whereas, like doing forward rolls, backwards rolls, cartwheels, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be disorientating when you have no sight. Um, yeah. Or you know, some you know, if you're not fully sighted either way, I think you know, because I think of like. I haven't, I, that kind of stuff, uh, I've never been the most skillful at. I definitely wouldn't believe to be uh, that capable of any of it now. But I think of even like something as simple as, say, you know, uh, you have those trampolines that have like the bungees on them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I remember being on those when I was younger and like doing a front flip or a back flip, and it's very disorientating. And I know someone uh, who may hear this who's fully sighted may suggest that it could be for them as well. But you know, if I feel like doing that kind of thing, if I wasn't attached to the bungee, you know, I think I'd probably fall down. Uh, you know, after yeah, doing it. and I think, yeah, and I think that's quite an important thing. But like for me, I think it takes practice. Like, and of I know, like, everything so does. I think I know talking to you about it, you probably think, oh my god, like, I don't think I could do that. But like, and yeah, it is a little bit disorientating and so. But in hindsight, like, if you if you're like if you just practice and whatever, you you kind of get used to being in that way and in I'm that sure. position and stuff and like the coaches are really good with the coaches are always there to make sure that you know when you get up like you, you you're moving in the right direction in the gym and stuff like that um so it is it is a case of just like learning it and working with them but of course i understand obviously it's not for everyone like people might people might feel uncomfortable like doing that or 
getting their body used to that and stuff as well. So I think it, I think it depends on the person as well. Of course, uh, yeah. But like I said, I'm sure there's just a lot of people who will just rather watch it on TV. Yeah, uh, exactly. And you, you said that the World Championships will be airing on TV. Do you know like what channels? Um, I'm not sure about the channels as of yet myself. Um, but um, I'm assuming um, once we know all of that, then like we'll be Follow we'll be posting it on our social medias yeah. and stuff. So okay, no, that's that's fair enough. <clears throat> so, um, in total, are you gonna you're gonna be in Florida for roughly two weeks, is it? Yeah. So we fly out on the 16th and um, come back on the 30th. Mm. Okay, I think it's. Uh, would I be correct in assuming that Yuma, your guide dog, will not be joining you? No, I would never take her and put her through that because it's a long flight, and I just she'd be uncomfortable. And I'm really, I'm really weird about like <laughs> making sure she's like going to the toilet and stuff all the time like we all are as guide dog owners making sure that they're comfortable um, and stuff and plus it'll be a lot of kind of running about because we've got to, for the first week especially we've got to do training and then mm-hmm. like warm ups and all of that kind of thing and then do the competition and stuff so it, I think it'll be too much for her it just wouldn't be fair um, so she's staying, with, she's staying with some friends um, that she knows really well, so she'll be fine. Oh yeah, I'm sure she will. And as they always are, she'll just be f- more than happy when you return. I'm sure. Yeah, she will be. She she definitely will be. Um, but yeah, it's just not fair to put her through that. Hmm. No, that's like you said. It's it's like it's not like guide dogs aren't trained uh with the notion of flying but like you said to florida it's a very long flight about nine hours yeah, yeah. i was gonna say i've been once and yeah i remember it being about eight hours i think yeah like you said maybe nine will you be flying where will you be flying from manchester oh, from manchester okay but yeah no as i said i've only yeah, i went in 2014 and like a lot of people who go to Florida, it was for uh, Disney World and Universal Studios. Oh, oh yeah, like the second week after com, after competitions over. That's why we're staying an extra week because we want to experience that side of it, like um, uh, uh, Universal, Disney, uh, Discovery Cove, like that kind of thing. We want to kind of make make the most of the time. It's not every day you get to go Florida, like no, know. definitely. I mean, <laughs> you you might as well take advantage of that because have yeah. you have you never been out to Florida before? Then, um, I've been to America, um, but with uni, but I've never been to Florida itself. No. So what other? You said you've been to America. What states have you been to then? Um, I went to Indianapolis because uh, oh, okay. I. I did a study. It's it was like study abroad thing at uh, Ball State Uni. Okay. Um, 
so I, I did that, but I'm not being too um, sorry I did before. Yeah, I mean, my geography is not the best when it comes to America, but I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying very different weather. Uh, yeah, apparently it rains a lot in Florida. Hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I suppose it depends on the time of year, doesn't it, like anything? But, uh, yeah, yeah. or most places, I should say. Some places, like, uh, don't have seasons. But, uh, yeah, no, it's... Uh, sorry, I just lost... I just uh, did a great thing there, losing my train of thought. Da, 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 da. Uh, yeah, no, it's... While you're out there, like you said, you might as well take advantage, because... Especially if you're into uh, roller coasters and that kind of thing. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, I assume you are into roller coasters. I am. Yeah, I am. Have you been to the theme parks it. here in the UK? Oh yeah, I have. I've been to Fort Park, Walton Towers, Blackpool, that kind of thing. I'm a massive uh, adrenaline junkie. I love like. Because I've done free skydives before, I've done bungee jumps, all sorts. So, um, sure. I literally basically, I basically have no fear <laughs> of roller coasters. So, um, yeah. I know, right? Yeah. I mean, I think bungee jumping may be a bit too far for me, but roller coasters, I'm definitely uh, with you there. That uh, they're pretty great, and uh, I've been to all the parks you mentioned there. Yeah, uh, here in the UK, and yeah, I mean, I think there's a few new rides since I went in 2014, but I'm yeah. sure you'll you'll have a great time, and I guess hopefully it will be uh, celebratory. Hopefully, we really uh, hope so. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I guess if it's a commiseration, it's not the worst way to commiserate. I mean, I mean, for me, like, even if we don't win, like, the fact that our team was shortlisted and then picked to represent Team England, like, that's, oh yeah, like, not, like, not many people can like say that kind of thing. So, no, it's definitely nothing it, to sniff That's that's just that's a huge thing. But um, hopefully, we'll be. We're all determined and ready, so um, we can only hope so. <laughs> yeah, no, certainly. So, like, when it comes to going around Florida or, like, travelling, you know, when you're in Orlando, is that, do, do you, like, tra travel as a team? Or is there, uh, like, is it more make your own way? Um for like um the so basically we in for the first week we're staying with like the team in the team villas they like athlete villas mm -hmm. um so we'll be staying with people in there um and stuff so we'll be we'll be traveling like the people will be traveling in their cars or whatever and stuff but like and the coaches have arranged um transport for like the under 18s that they've been in charge of they'll be going together mm -hmm. uh, so for us guys a few of us guys will be getting taxis and stuff to places most likely um and stuff um but 
we'll all be going to the same places and and stuff um, and travelling around about the same time. But I think people will be kind of going their own ways. Okay. So I said you'll be sort of sharing accommodation. Do you... Will you be room sharing as well, or do you get your own room? Um, yeah, so for the athlete villas, um, we'll be room sharing hmm. um, and stuff. Uh, and then for the second week, me and a few friends that are staying for the second week, mm-hmm. uh, we've booked a hotel by the, the by the parks. It's not far from the like parks and stuff. So it's a general hotel, um, not one of the themed th- hotels? Oh, no, that, that'd just be too much money. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, no, we've booked just a normal hotel for the second week, so we'll mm. be together then as well. Okay. I mean, because I think a lot of the team, um, some people are going a week before competition, right? Um, and some people are going like staying a week after competition, which is what we wanted. We're doing. We're yeah. staying a week after because we think it will be like we think. We want to get through like all the stress and whatever the first week and just let loose on the second week. Um, yeah, no, that makes we sense. Didn't really wanna, we didn't really want to go a week before competition, enjoy that, and then the second week, like go to competition, go to training and stuff, and then competition, and then fly home because we'll be a lot more tired that way as well. It'll be a lot more tiring doing it like that. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, no, I I mean, I certainly agree that. I mean, if I was in your position, I would do what you guys are doing. I wouldn't want to do the uh, week beforehand, especially with the things that you guys are wanting to do. I think it would, it's to me anyway, it seems the idea of uh, doing all the roller coasters, water slides, all that stuff. Bef- the week before a competition just yeah. feels um, slightly, uh, uh, well, just like you said, just feels a bit weird because you still got the stress of the competition coming up. And yeah, I mean, also, I would argue, I mean, technically, you know, y- you never know. There's the possibility that you could slightly injure yourself. Exactly, that is yeah. true as well. Um, mm. They are really literally hoping people don't get injured. Yeah. Um, because that wouldn't be good. Um, I mean, as well, if you did if you did do it like that, then we wouldn't really enjoy it as much because exactly. we'd be worried about competition and all of that. So I think it's better to do it like like that, just get competition done and then just go enjoy ourselves. Yeah, certainly. I really didn't ask uh specification because you're talking about like the people going how many people are going like how many are on a team um all together there's 30 athletes there's 24 people performing um who'll be like actually competing and there's six alternates right um and um the alternates obviously will be there to um step in if anyone gets injured hmm yeah, okay, that makes sense. So it's so it's always twenty four a team. That's in is that in uh, all competitions? Um, for the world competitions, um, I, I'm not I'm not really sure about other countries, but certainly for uh, for Rosie, twenty four. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 
And so how many, before this competition, how many have you competed at here in the UK? Like you mentioned, it's free a year of a season. Like how many have you taken part in? Uh, competitions? Yes. Um, so the first season I did, six. Um, so I've done six competitions. So you no, went... not six. I've okay. done seven, com- seven competitions. Right. Okay. Because I've done I've done three seasons, so it's three per season. Well, this is my third season. Yeah, but you've managed. So I, I suppose I was because I didn't want to assume that you managed to take part in all competitions. Because I don't know for what as you know, there may have been a reason that you weren't able to take part in all three um, the previous seasons that you took part. But I mean, that's good. So, yeah, I mean, you're going in with some experience as well then. Yeah. How did those competitions go? Like, um, were they successful for you? Yeah, they were. They all, they, all the competitions we've done so far, we've done really well. We've come either second or first, like, for them. Oh, yeah, con- so. congratulations on that. Thank you. We've got one next week, which... Um, it's going to be interesting. That's in Birmingham. Okay. What day is that? Next Sunday. Okay. So the 20th. Yeah. Think. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, good luck with that one as well. And certainly good luck in Florida. Thank you. Because <laughs> uh, I think we've uh, talked about... Uh, a good amount of things there. I don't yeah. know if, if there's anything else you wanted to uh, talk about, whether it's something we haven't covered that is relevant or if there's any um, promotion you're wanting to do before we wrap up. Um, well, there's uh, a couple of things. Um, mm-hmm. Because we're on Team England, we've been... Um, a lot of people have sponsored... We've had a lot of sponsors for yeah. things. So, like, people have, like, Varsity have sponsored us um trainers um we've had other like sponsors from different people like little bits and peak bobs we've had like team england back um an official team england um backpack for our uniforms um we've got that we've got like water bottles and uh, little things sponsored so like for people that are listening like if you're a small business if you want to sponsored like the team that's representing our country for uh with things and we'd really appreciate that and in return we we uh thank our sponsors on facebook uh we post photos of the sponsored items and put them on our social media um so that's something and also we've got like gofundme pages as well to help with like taxi costs and little things like that while we're out there so um if anyone wants to donate would be really grateful or if you can share the things uh that we've what we that we post and stuff um that'd be really good we've got um we've got uh, it's called momentum to your uk they, they're on instagram they're on facebook and um, that's the uh, organization we're under um and there's a team england adaptabilities group on Facebook as well and Instagram and basically our coaches have taken over 
that page, the Team England page, um, it's T- Team England guys have given them like um, the all the like details and stuff to take charge to like basically post our journey on there uh, to Worlds. Um, so if you guys want to like see what's going on or where we're at, like what stage, then like you can follow us on all the social media pages there and uh, you'll be able to um, see where we're at on our journey, basically. That's all very good stuff. And I can share some links, uh, you know, when this is released. Yeah, cheers. No problem. Uh, Thanks again for rejoining me, Samara. No worries. Thanks for having me. (laughs) No problem. And uh, I'm sure I speak for everyone listening as well when, you know, I'll reiterate good luck. uh, Thank you. Well, in Birmingham and then in Orlando. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I'm sure we'll be fine. (laughs) I am sure you will be. So until next time, thank you for listening and goodbye. Well, that was a very informative chat. Hopefully you found it educational and somewhat entertaining. You can follow me on Twitter at TheBlindBrennan. Send an email to TheBlindBrennan at gmail.com or join the Facebook group Listen With Your Eyes. If you can like, share and rate the podcast, that would be very much appreciated. You've been listening with your eyes, and you'll hear us again next time.